0: reversing the flow of time? Doesn't us being here now mean it never happened? Hi everyone, Vegas Film Critic here, Jeffrey. We're doing my first film review in six months. The last time I reviewed a film, I think it was Bloodshot or Onward from Disney Pixar, but there hasn't been a new movie released in the theaters until until tenant, you know, a handful of them. They're slowly returning. So I went to go see Christopher Nolan's biggest film yet to date. And, you know, I expect so much from Christopher Nolan. It is a cinematic event when this man releases a movie, not only because he's a purist and releasing uh, all of his movies shot on motion picture film, never digital, but also he's one of the most incredible filmmakers of our times, giving us Inception and Dark Knight Returns of the Batman movies and, and Interstellar and Memento, and it just goes on and on and on. I mean, every one of his films are groundbreaking in the, in the same vein as James Cameron. I mean, it's something that changes cinema. So seeing Tenet in the theaters, just like he wanted, I was game. But I was very, very worried about uh, attending any kind of public screening uh, because, you know, COVID-19, and and rightly so. And I want to be a disclaimer right here at the beginning. I am not encouraging you to go to the movie theater to see Tenet. That is your choice. I saw it as a press screening with maybe one or two people in the theater and a giant 500 seat theater in IMAX. And uh, I felt you know, social distancing big time inside the theater, plus I wore a mask the whole time. That was my choice. So when you hear me tell you about a movie that comes out into the theater, I want you to make your own choice. I'm not advocating, I don't want you to risk your health. If you don't wanna go, don't go. But Tenet needs to be seen in the theater. That's the way Christopher Nolan wants it. And that's how Warner Brothers showed it to me. So just a big disclaimer up front there. So this movie is about a secret agent who embarks on a dangerous time-bending mission to prevent World War III. Real simple premise. And of course, he doesn't disappoint Christopher Nolan by opening the film with this incredible action sequence uh, where we're inside a symphony hall and terrorists have uh, uh, invaded the, the performance. And uh, it's, it's just the movie really starts off with a bang, literally. And another thing here, you know, before I went into the movie, you know, the, the screening reps are telling me it's going to be loud. And I'm already worried after being 25 years as a film critic that these digital movies are destroying my hearing. I mean, I think I'm starting to lose my hearing because of it. And I know a lot of critics should bring in uh, earplugs. So they said that Christopher Nolan had Uh, specific guidelines on how loud it should be. And uh, they couldn't turn it down or anything like that. So I literally went and got wet paper towels from the bathroom and I put them in my ears and I could hear even through the wet paper towels, which worked by the way, how loud this movie was. And uh, by the end of the movie, I took them out. I didn't have green ears, you know, but I could just feel the, the loudness coming through, it was really crazy. And specifically with the opening scene, when they're shooting guns and they're setting off explosives, you can just feel you being lifted out of your seat. So Christopher Nolan, just be warned that he wants you to hear this movie loud. Now, of course, we have John David Washington who plays the protagonist. That's a simple, uh, he doesn't even have a name. He is the one trying to discover uh, how to prevent World War III with, and, and he discovers that there's these time bending, time travel machines First, okay, look, I'm not even sure what's going on in this movie, okay? And I'm an educated man. You know, I've got two degrees, a master's degree, you know, and I've, I've watched this movie with eagerness and anticipation. And as the movie went along, uh, it just got really confusing for me. And first of all, they were doing heists of priceless artworks. Then they were robbing gold bars. Then they're stealing plutonium. Then it turns into a James Bond plot with a supervillain, Kenneth Branagh. Uh, I, I was just thinking what in the world is going on in this movie? And there's so much exposition going on. You know, Every time the characters meet each other, they have to explain to each other what's going on. And not only do they explain what's going on, they do maybe 10 paragraphs in 30 seconds. It goes by so fast. So I was intrigued by this whole time travel thing, but I think that's a really risky thing for a filmmaker to do, because time travel either it works, Back to the Future, or it doesn't work, lots of Star Trek episodes. And so, I'm really trying to figure out what was going on in this movie. I really did. And uh I understand what Christopher Nolan was doing in terms of trying to do the wow factor. I think the movie's more substance with the action sequences than with the story. And I I'm telling you I really didn't understand his special effects either. Running things backwards i don 't understand I know i 'm simplifying this, but running things backwards we 've seen in the trailer cars flipping backwards or or gunshots going in glass backwards there 's a reason for all of that, but you know he repeats himself so much to set up things that we see later on in the movie that we 've already seen just because he can do these cool special effects. I know i 'm oversimplifying this, and I know there's people out there who have seen this who think this is you know there's much more to this movie than i'm that i 'm uh, admitting to i didn 't see that whatsoever and there's also a final sequence where everything comes down, uh, you know, to save mankind or not. And the set was so cheap. It looked like some outdoor paintball uh, recreational thing, you know, it looked so dumb and so cheap and to see explosions going back inside the ground. I mean, I just didn't find that very clever. I didn't find it very engaging. And uh, he also, Christopher Nolan also reduces himself to the one of the worst uh, plot devices in cinema. The counting clock. I mean, I kid, it, was on their, it was on this bomb. It was on their arm. It was on the watches. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He's doing the counting clock. I didn't find this movie very imaginative. I didn't find it very intriguing. I didn't find it. When I watched Interstellar, when I watched Inception, I mean, he was showing me things that I've never seen before. He was messing with my senses. He was messing with my mind. Something, an, an experience that just like no other. I didn't get that with, with Tenet. I didn't understand it at whatsoever, I thought it was boring, and I really did. I hate saying that, because I think he's one of our most brilliant brilliant filmmakers. But sometimes the mighty stumble, and he definitely stumbled this time. Second of all, it was just too long. I mean, the thing was what, two hours and 20 minutes? And it just kept going on and on and on. Great, there's a great cameo by Michael Caine, and of course, uh, Elizabeth Dalbicki. I think she had the only playing cat, She was the only one that had kind of a fleshed out character. And I'm sorry, John David Washington, you were great in Klansman, but I just thought you were miscast in this. I just thought you were dull. I really did. And Robert Pattinson, who plays, uh, uh, I think, an agent, you know, he's here there helping uh, the protagonist. He plays Neil. And uh, I thought he was wasted too, you know? So I just, you know, I didn't get this movie whatsoever. And I risked my health. I just want you to know that. You too, Christopher Nolan. I went to the theater and saw it like I should. And, uh, it was a disappointment. So should you go see Tenet as the way Christopher Nolan wanted you to an IMAX and hit the big theaters? That's going to be your choice, but I wouldn't go. I think Tenet deserves to be seen at home and, uh, it's too confusing. All right. For more reviews and interviews, just uh, surf on over to my website at Vegasfilmcritic.com. Also check me out on my social media, Twitter, Instagram, and, uh, What's the other one? Facebook. I haven't done this in six months, guys. I've been doing a lot of interviews, but no film reviews because now they're starting to trickle out. I'm Jeffrey Coward in Las Vegas. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time.